here I am. Hey, top of the day to you. It's 9 a.m. Saturday morning, March 19th. My name is Mike. This is the FBTV video podcast live streamed on YouTube. Hey, top of the day to you. We're doing this every Saturday morning. At least, at least most Saturday mornings we're going to be doing this. Uh, to be real honest, hey, it's spring. Well, spring officially starts tomorrow. And, uh, man, I, I got some fishing poles and and a boat. <laughs> and there's going to be some fishing tournaments in my future that will not allow me to be here on Saturday morning. But we're still going to do a video, a video podcast, and we'll have it on YouTube on those days. So, But for the time being, here we are. Uh, today, like every Saturday morning, it's Q&A day. Your questions, my answers, and we've got a couple of doozies for you today. So that's that's uh, going to be coming up. Today is uh, Maple Syrup Day. No, I'm sorry, Maple Syrup Saturday. Why not? You know, for years and years, and as long back as I can remember, we'd buy that fake syrup, which was basically just corn syrup with food coloring. And that's why we put our waffles and pancakes and everything and uh, didn't think anything about it. Until I got older and I found true maple syrup. It costs a lot more, but boy, is it so much better and better for you. It's natural. It's a, it's a gift from the Lord. And I, I, I'm being serious about that. It's, it's natural. You know, when I had my uh, heart attack, my first one back, I don't know, 15, 16 years ago, my... Uh, cardiologist he told me okay first things first you've got to adjust your diet and for the most part I did and he told me if they did not eat it a hundred years ago you don't eat it today in other words if it comes in a box stay away from it if it's not if it's not if it's not out of a tree <laughs> stay away from it you get you, you kind of get what I'm saying but anyway yeah if you haven't ever used real maple syrup, on your pancakes or waffles or whatever, try it. You'll never go back. You'll never go back. I just looked up at the camera to make sure the camera was on. You like? I know it's on because the monitors. <laughs> anyway, neither here nor there. It's backyard day, and it's a nice day to have a backyard day because uh, it's going to be uh, uh, pushing seventy today here in Arkansas. What are we doing in the backyard? Getting it ready. That's where the boat is. <laughs> Going to be climbing in that. May end up taking it to the lake here after a while today. Just have to wait and see tomorrow. Probably for sure it's going to be uh, pushing 80 again tomorrow. We're in that cycle. And you know they're talking about, matter of fact, it passed, what, the Senate the other day? Daylight savings time being a permanent deal. It's moving on to the House, and then uh, uh, then it goes to Joe for him to sign, if he will, if it even passes. But I don't understand why people would not want... This, you know, later, you know, the light to stay on for another hour or two in the uh, evening. You know, you got to go to work and things. I know people are saying, well, you got to go, you know, it's dark in the morning when you go to work. Yeah, but when you get off, that's when you're doing stuff. You know, suck it up. S suck it up, snowflake. <laughs> I get letters on that one, I bet you. Chocolate caramel day. That sounds good, but what sounds better is corn dog. Corn dog day. I, I don't eat those much anymore, but boy, I liked them. 
Man Corn Dog Day with chocolate caramel dessert. Now we're 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 talking a trip to the ER. <laughs> anyway, diesel, gas. What are you gonna do? For the life of me, I do not understand why Washington will not let the oil companies go to work. Why they keep holding them back. Why they are making it so tough. I know they're going to say Putin, 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 Putin. I say Putin, 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 Putin. You know, and uh, that's BS, man, because uh, the, <laughs> for last... Well, since last November, prices have been going up. I've noticed it. You have too. And they're pushing. They're pushing electric. Hey, you want you want to save money on gas? Buy an electric vehicle. Yeah, to go what two hundred and fifty miles down the road, and then you you got to park. You know, hey, can I plug this into your house? <laughs> you know, no. I mean that. that this is so off the wall, it's not even funny. I mean, it's it just... You couldn't make this up. This is going to be a movie someday. How the how the president... It's going to be a comedy, too. How the president decided to just turn off the oil to force electric transportation. Go green. I wonder about that green stuff, too. You know, I do. I, you know... Hey, yeah, it's a good idea, you know, to save the environment. Quit littering. You know, that started back way back when. Remember the the Indian watching people throw stuff out the car and the tear coming down? <laughs> Got you right there, man. Back in the 60s, 70s, whatever it was. Yeah, and people still do that. And if you're a driver, hey, Gatorade bottle goes in the garbage, not on the side of the road. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, all right, today's impossible question. We'll get off that soapbox and move on to something else. Today's impossible question since the 1970s. 50 million people have done this. What is this? Since the 1970s, 50 million people have done this. What is it? We'll get to that answer, hopefully. Hopefully I'll remember. Okay, going to remind you again, if you're a driver, CVSA road check, 72-hour Road checks coming up uh, May 17th through 19th. A good time to go home. And what else is going on here? After your birthday, happy birthday to you. You are in pretty good company. Wyatt Earp. Born on this date back in 1848. Remember the uh, Doc Holliday and Wyatt and Morgan and all of them. Who was the best Doc Holliday? Without a doubt, my vote goes to Val Kilmer. Man, he rocked Doc Holliday, didn't he? <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's see, 1944, Linda Bird Johnson. I keep on wanting to say lady, but that was her mama. Linda Bird Johnson, dash Rob, hyphen Rob, I should say. She's born on this day. She was the uh, daughter of President Johnson. And uh, Bruce Willis. From uh, uh, you know, Die Hard movies, Pulp Fiction, The Fifth Element. They don't even have this on here, but uh, what was uh, I just had it on the tip of my tongue. The TV show Moonlighting with uh, Sybil Shepherd back in the uh, 80s, maybe. Could have been early 90s, but I'm thinking 80s, mid to late 80s. He was born on this day back in 1955. So if you're having a birthday, happy birthday to you. Remember, 
if you or a loved one has a birthday coming up and uh, you want us to talk about it, wish you a happy birthday greeting here on the uh, FBTV video podcast, let me know. You can do that. And even if you have a question, remember this Q&A day. Every Saturday we're doing these Q&As. If you've got a question, obviously you're going to be able to leave it down below. Now, now, well, this video that we're doing here, the live-streamed podcast, it's going to be up just for a little bit, just just for a little bit. But uh, if you are a Tautoa client, you're going to have access to it forever, for the most part. Just log into the Insider, you'll find it. Tautoa clients get access to all this stuff in the FBTV Insider as uh, part of the perks of being a client with Tautoa. Not only that, but anytime they complete their training, a training session, they're going to have immediate immediate access. <laughs> like, who was that, Porky Pig? <laughs> uh, immediate access to the review session, the on-demand and uh, as well as that goes, as far as that goes, too, if uh, you are doing a self-study, that's uh, you can go to our website, tatua.com, or read up on that. That allows you to get the training, but it's going to take 10 days to go through it. It's going to, one session at a time is going to drop. There's going to be six sessions total. Anyway, that comes with a three-month consulting period. But anyway, neither here nor there, you can, uh, no matter which uh, package you get, self-study, uh, the full consulting training placement package. Uh, consulting only if you're a freight brokerage. You have access to the insider, so you you'll have access to all that content. <clears throat> but anyway, what we'll do is we'll take the topics where we get in here and start answering these Q and A's later, and we will uh, make that a standalone YouTube video. So for those of you that missed. The video podcast live streamed on YouTube. You'll still be able to have access to the topics. Pretty good deal, huh? Quiz Como. Quiz. Man, I can't talk today. I'm thinking about the lake. <laughs> Chris Cuomo. Yeah, man. He, he thinks uh, CNN should pay him 125 million bucks for wrongful dismissal. I don't know what it is about those Cuomos. They're out in La La Land. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, him and that lemon guy on CNN, I just, he, he irks me too. I don't know why. I just, smug. He's arrogant. Is that what it, maybe that's what it is about Cuomo too. He's arrogant or comes across that way. Hear this, a dentist in Jackson, Wyoming has been convicted of intentionally cracking his patient's teeth. He cracked them so uh, they'd have to get crowns. Made millions off of it. Yeah, that, that, yeah, I guess you could say it was good while it lasted, but it's over now. I mean, a healthcare professional, that's like, jeez, uh, so many things. That's just so wrong. I mean, this guy. I mean, you hear a mechanic's doing that. Maybe not so much anymore, but they used to. You know, break something or replace a part that, or maybe not even replace it. They said it needed to be replaced. They didn't, you know, anyway. New York City. New York City. Yeah, they are looking at congestion pricing. <laughs> Only in New York. 
Congestion pricing, what is it? Well, it's a fancy way of saying they're going to start charging drivers to be able to drive in downtown New York. <laughs> hey, you know how you share your Netflix password? If you've got Netflix, I don't have it anymore. I gave it up a long time ago. I think when that movie came out with the kids, you know, almost uh, that pedophile movie or whatever they call it, back a couple of years ago, I said no more. Uh, anyway, Netflix is working on a way that you can still share your password, but guess what? They're going to charge you for it. Amazon is getting closer to buying Hollywood Studio, MGM. Can't wait for that. I'm kind of being, you know, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, sarcastic. Anyway, I guess it will help Amazon Prime. If they get control of the studio, think about all those MGM movies you're going to have access to on Prime. And I do Prime occasionally. But I found a pro issue with Prime. I don't know. If you're having this kind of problem, let me know, because I'd be interested to find out. But I've had Prime occasionally. I'll sign up for it for a month here, a month there, whatever, if there's something here I want to watch. Last time I signed up is for that uh, Lucy and uh, Ricky Ricardo movie that just came out. And, uh, man, she she nailed it. I can't think of her name right now, but you know what I'm talking about. She nailed Lucy. But anyway, it was a good movie all the way through. But I went to watch other movies that they had on there and forget it. I mean, it was, uh, it dogged out on me. Now, it could have been could have been my internet or whatever, but uh, I don't think so. Everything else was fine. Just Prime didn't work. But anyway, they get the bugs worked out and they get MGM catalog, man, Netflix, or not Netflix, but uh, Prime will probably be the streaming service to have. But I bet they go up on the prices pretty high, too. All right. Prices are uh, fuel is up. Gasoline and fuel over in North Carolina. Four, uh, 400 gallons of gas were stolen uh, from a gas station this week. And it's kind of sad, really. But here we are. Here we are. Surveillance footage showed a car pull up near the pump. And someone appeared to use a device to bypass the payment system. After that... Other cars saw what was going on. Fifteen more pulled up, filled their tanks over the course of 45 minutes. $1,600 worth of gas they stole. <clears throat> you know, I don't understand why people do this. I really don't. There's cameras everywhere today. How do you expect to get away? I mean, seriously. And I would think that any gas station is going to have cameras aimed at the license plate. Or somewhere, you know, going to be able to find out. But we'll see what happens there. Tesla's cheapest model we were talking about going green by electric. Tesla's cheapest model cost 46990 bucks. And I saw the news a moment ago uh, before we uh, came in here to do the uh, podcast, to the stream here. Ford F-150s, uh, you know, pushing, what, Forty-five, forty-six thousand dollars for their base model. Two hundred fifty miles, whatever. I, I just don't get it, man. That's just, I just, I, 
I'm old school. I come, uh, you know, from the <clears throat> era where, uh, where the, uh, you know, we had hot rods, man. We had the hot rods. You know, we'd beef them up, change cams, soup them up, put headers on, put the guitars on. I mean, hot rods. <laughs> this fast and furious stuff today, I'm not, I don't get it. Some of them, but... I, okay, I don't understand. I mean, we did some stuff too. Maybe you scratch your head. I remember shackles to lift the back end up. But, but uh, we did some stuff in my day that was questionable, granted. But I don't understand why someone would want to take pretty much a trash can, cut the bottom out, and use it for your tailpipe. You know what I'm talking about. I'm, you know, kind of stretching the truth there. But, yeah, I mean, it's huge. I mean, <laughs> but anyway. All right, you've had McDonald's and Starbucks and all kinds of U.S. companies close, uh, close up their stores in Russia. McDonald's pulled out. Starbucks has pulled out. But you know one that hasn't? I'm going to tell you, and this could really screw up your pizza eating today. <laughs> Papa John's. Papa John's is still operating all 190 of their stores in Russia. That don't make, you know, if, if John, if the real Papa John was still in charge of Papa John, they wouldn't be. We all know that, right? All right. Today is Q&A, question and answer day. You're on the FBTV podcast, the video podcast. We live stream it every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Mark your calendar, set your alarm, join us. My name is Mike. I am the uh, host for the uh, FBTV podcast. Matter of fact, we do a couple of these a week. Uh if you missed the video version of the podcast, the whole the, the the whole video podcast streamed, well, you can find the audio version of it on your favorite podcasting app. <clears throat> Just I, and and be it Apple uh, or iTunes or Stitcher or TuneIn or Spotify or Google or any of them. Matter of fact, if you can't find us on your favorite podcasting app, let us know and we'll we'll make sure we're on it. If you want to know more about Taltoa, T-A-L-T-O-A.com, check out our website. We provide transportation, logistics, training, consulting, placement for freight brokers, freight broker agents. We even provide services for trucking companies. Anyway, you can check it out. Don't want to get too far off that subject today. I mean, check it out, Taltoa.com, because I talk about it all the time. T-A-L-T-O-A.com. If you have questions, feel free to call me, 479-668-0838, as it pertains to Tautoa. <laughs> okay. If you've got questions for uh, the Saturday morning FBTV <clears throat> video podcast that we live stream here on YouTube, email me. Send them to me, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. If you're watching this video as a standalone video just for the topic itself, you can leave your question below in the comments area. You can also use Skype. Uh, if you've got Skype, open it up to search for FBTV. You can send us a message. You can even call us if you want leave a message on our voicemail. But if you do that, be prepared. You might uh, hear your voice <laughs> on one of these podcasts. But anyway, that's, that's that. All right, Micah. 
I got a question from Micah. Micah says, starting uh, in the freight and logistics industry, my question is, what would or should be my best option as far as growing from a nobody with little to no money or experience and turn life misfortunes and depths into a respectable and professional lifestyle? All right. He's got a couple of questions here, and this goes on for a little bit. So let's, let's address that first. What would or should be my best option as far as growing from a nobody with little to no money or experience and turn life's misfortunes and debts into a respectable professional lifestyle? And I assume you're referring to doing that as a freight broker or freight broker agent, as the uh, case may be. Any of you that have watched any of these uh, videos or heard podcasts in the past or have talked to me, you know what I'm getting ready to say. First thing you do, you start out as a freight broker agent. You said starting. Freight broker agent. Well, you're doing the right thing. Yeah, obviously, you found our videos, our uh, FBTV uh, page on YouTube. Maybe you're listening to podcast. I don't know, Micah, maybe we've talked. And uh, that that's that's great. But you start out as a freight broker agent. That, that would be my recommendation. The reason is that's going to allow you the opportunity to begin your broker operation without the weight of the world on your shoulders. Now, what, I, what do I mean by that? Without the responsibility and liability of being the freight brokerage company, because there's a lot more to it than just going out here, getting customers, getting loads, and finding trucks to move those loads. Now, that is where the money's made, but you've got administrative, you've got to be able to pay the uh, trucks, you got to build the customers. You, you, there's a lot of things you got to handle here. And just, uh, just getting your license authority, BOC3, all that, you know, to be able to be a legal broker, that, that doesn't mean you're, you're ready to go yet, even though it's not required. Okay. First of all, the only thing you're going to be required to have to be a legal brokerage, uh, as far as the federal government is concerned, is your license, $75,000 property broker surety bond, BOC3 and UCR. That's it. However, insurance, <laughs> you're going to want insurance like contingent cargo, contingent auto liability, errors and omissions. That That's not going to be too cheap. But these are things to think about. you got to be able to pay those trucks. I, I know you may be thinking, well, I, I, you know, I've been told I can use a factoring company. Yeah, you can. Don't recommend it. Why? Simply because you lose control of your client base. The factoring company, yeah, they'll, they'll advance you that money and charge you 3 4 5%, whatever the fees are. Advance you enough money, basically, to pay the truck, and they'll pay you whatever's left, which is going to be your profit, after they get paid by your customer. But here's the problem. First thing that's going to happen when you factor a company's invoice, one of your customer's invoices with the factoring company, is that factoring company is going to send your customer what is known as an assignment letter, meaning they're going to tell the customer that you have assigned the right to invoice them to the factoring company. Therefore, until they release it, you may not direct bill that shipper. Well, how long, you may ask? How long does that have to stay? Well, uh, 
you can you can talk, but uh, from what I hear, <clears throat> what I'm seeing from talking to other factoring companies, because I uh, get factoring companies, they, they call all the time wanting us to recommend them. And, well, we just can't do it because a broker shouldn't be using a factoring company. Very rare instances, and I'll get into that in a moment. But you're going to have to have the account clear, that customer's account clear. In other words, no balance, everything's paid in full before you can direct bill. <clears throat> so if your customer pays in 30 days, it's going to be a month after your last load before you can do anything with that customer and build them direct. See what I mean? Then it's probably going to be another week or so because the factoring company is going to have to release the assignment. And who knows, they may draw, you know, drag their feet. You never know how that stuff works. But it's it, you're going to have to jump through some hoops. Now, here's the uh, thing. Your, bro, your, your, your customer gets that letter from the factoring company. Okay, they're used to that with the trucking company. You know, you think about it, especially now, fuel costs a lot of money. 300-gallon tank, $5. I don't know how you do the math, you know. That's just every couple of days. Takes a lot of money, excuse me, to operate a truck. Trucking companies, you know, they, they got to have that cash flow, and the easiest way for them to do that is uh, through a factoring company. And even there, I really don't recommend it if you can stay away from it, but, you know, we're talking gobs of money. Those trucks will swallow that money quick. You may say, well, what's the alternative, Mike? You know, if, if I'm a trucking company, uh, well, if you're working with brokers, work only with brokers that will give you a uh, fuel advance or offer you quick pay. You're going to find that uh, you're going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be about the same amount of money. You know, from the uh, as far as fees go for for that aspect, sometimes not. But anyway, that's just an alternative. Uh, get an open line of credit at your bank. You know, revolving line of credit. But anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, so that's going to be a maybe not a red flag, but a yellow flag to your customer when they get that letter of assignment. They expect you as a broker to pay that truck. You know, they don't want to answer the phone one day and trucking company on the other end saying, "Hey." We never got paid. They don't want to deal with that. that, you know, because if they paid you, they expect you to pay the truck. See what I mean? Now, more than that, actually, why you would not want to use a factoring company, these are your customers. <clears throat> and I know every factoring company out there would dispute what I'm getting ready to tell you, but the fact remains it can happen. Your customer is one day late they're going to start getting calls from the factoring company, dunning them for payment. The people that are making these collection calls don't work for you. And realistically, they could care less about your customer. They only care about getting money for their company. You've got to think about this. How many of those calls... Before your customer says the heck with it, I'm not working with that broker anymore. I'm just not doing it. It's not worth it. So keep that in mind. But anyway, kind of got off topic. Main thing, Micah, stop uh, to start. Start out as a freight broker agent. 
You may only need to do it for two or three months, whatever, six months, whatever. But it's going to give you the opportunity to get in there, start gaining the experience from working as a freight broker agent day to day. It's going to give you the opportunity to get out there and uh, start getting the experience, begin that operation, start building a customer base, start uh, building relationships, a carrier following, because this too, uh, going back to that factoring deal. You know, trucking companies with a new broker, they, they'd really rather a broker be in business for a year. Usually it takes a year to get a credit rating, you know, as a broker. But uh, if you've already got a relationship with carriers that have hauled freight for you in the past, they'll extend you a courtesy. 99 times out of 100 that trucking company will continue to move your freight under your own license. They know you. You've got that relationship built. See, you're building up a customer base, and you're also building a carrier following. This takes time. This is a process. This is why, you know, start out as an agent, you know, along with everything else I said. All right, moving on with this question. Micah, he continues, I'm in school to learn supply chain management, but I feel like I'm being misled. I'm, I believe having an education is very important. But I don't have a lot of time to waste. He goes on to say he's 35, he has two kids, and, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's got to pay the bills. He says working has become very challenging as far as work ethics. Not sure what you mean by that. Okay, I'm not sure what you mean by that. Uh, you, you, if you're going to be a freight broker, your ethics you got to stay top. You know, matter of fact... Uh, there's a, uh, a video that dropped the other day, Pinocchio, Pinocchio Brokers. You know, you may want to watch that, Mike, if you haven't already. You got to keep your ethics up there. Ethics as a broker, man, uh, you know, you, 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 you lose your ethics and uh, people won't want to work with you at all. You know, you got to be above board. Anyway, watch that video. Anyway, he goes on to say, well, he's 35. He's too old to learn new tricks, but he feels uh, the need to learn from more experienced people. And I get that. Totally get that. However, uh, I'm going to tell you, Michael, I know 35, you feel, oh, man, I'm old. <laughs> oh, not yet. Oh, to be 35 again. <laughs> you got a lifetime in front of you, buddy. Take your time. Take a breath. Don't sweat it. You know, the thing is, I, I've got a son, and I so tried to get him into brokering back when, you know, 15 years ago. Nah, he didn't want to do it. You know, if he would have got into brokering back then, he would be so sitting pretty right now. He'd be so independently wealthy if he would have got in there and worked. You know, kids. <laughs> Give yourself time, Micah. I mean, you know, yeah, I know 35. Remember when I was 35, I thought, ooh. But no, you got a long way to go. You're still... You're still young. Enjoy it. Don't forget it. Don't make yourself old before your time. Anyway, you go on to ask, should I stay in school and get a bachelor's degree in business administration and supply chain management, even if I'm not wanting to work in a warehouse? I'm wanting to be a broker and open my own firm. Of course you should stay in school. Actually, you can do both, Micah. Stay in school. Get your uh, bachelor's. And you can broker at the same time. It's just that simple. You can't, 
you can that's the nice thing about starting out as a broker agent. As a broker agent, you are an independent contractor. All right? You're an independent contractor. Bottom line. Nobody is telling you what time you got to work. Nobody. And, and to be honest with you, if you're working with a, a broker that's trying to give you quotas, psh, find you another broker. That's too much pressure. You don't need that kind of pressure. You just don't need it. You need to be up there and be able to work like you want. But, you know, you, you work how you want to. So, yes, it's going to be feasible, totally feasible for you to stay. I've, I've got clients that drive trucks and broker. You know, you just got to find time to make it work for the way you do it. But, yeah, by all means, I'd, I'd, you're in school. You're, you're, I, don't, I don't know how many years you've been in already, you know, where you're at as far as your education goes. But I tell you what, that, uh, you know, they, they talk about degrees anymore, going to college. You know, don't do it. But if you're already there, I, that degree in business admin and supply chain management, uh, that can't hurt you with what you're doing in the, as far as transportation. You never know. You, uh, this is something else I've told brokers in the past. You may start out as a broker, but while you're brokering, you might find opportunities opening up to you. I've had uh, clients that were able to see opportunities opening up because they had a customer, and their customer is trying to find a warehouse in their locale. Well, the light went off on the broker and thought, hey, I can rent a warehouse. You know, I can do this. And they put together a contract, that became, and that, that uh, broker, not only was he brokering, but he rented a facility where he could warehouse one of some of his customers' product. Had, a, had a, uh, another client, a trucking company, trying to find a, a drop yard, you know, around their locale. Well, that uh, client just happened to have, they were brokering, but they ha happened to have some land that was adjacent to a highway. All they had to do was build a fence around it, and they had a drop yard. You know, that, that, that bachelor's degree, business admin, supply chain management, that, that's going to help you in the future because it can't hurt you. That's the main thing. Okay, so, yeah, my advice to you, totally, 100%, stay in school. You know, I, I, can't, I, I can't tell somebody to quit school. You know, you're there. You're there. All right, what else is going on? Now, here, the, uh, uh, you're not going to believe this one. <clears throat> Imagine buying a car with no steering wheel. That's where we're headed. Psst, give me a break. You know, these autonomous vehicles, those, and, and call me what you want. Call me a boomer. I don't care. Electric cars, electric big trucks, autonomous trucks, autonomous cars. Give me a break. What was the thing you looked forward to the most to get your driver's license? To get behind the wheel and drive, man. Have your foot on the gas. Shifting the gears or whatever. Having control. Now we're headed to where you just get in and sit. What fun is that? <laughs> You know, I wasn't, I wasn't a big fan either of uh, automatic transmissions and a big truck. People like them. 
I just liked having that control, being able to... I liked making the decision for the equipment. I did not like the equipment making the decision for me. Okay. I know everybody's different on that stuff. Hey, I... The, uh, uh, you know, being able to push a button in the car going down the road, yeah, it has its moments. Like, you know, maybe I need to take a phone call or uh, whatever. You know, maybe I got something I need to do real quick while I'm going down the road. I could push a button not have to worry about it. I'm right there behind the wheel. I still have control of the vehicle if something kind of goes squirrely. But just give me a couple of minutes to get what I need to get done done. I get that. But uh, cars with no steering wheels, well, they're saying it could happen in the future. The U.S. Department of Transportation, DOT, National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, has been a very active voice for autonomous driving capabilities and holding companies accountable when said systems fail. The administration has now revealed a new rule that it has passed, which will directly affect future cars with autonomous capabilities. But this time, (laughs) it isn't exactly a new restriction. The new rule clarifies that with a car that is fully capable of driving without human intervention, manufacturers are not required to install a steering system or other conventional controls such as gas pedals, gear selectors. Come on. That's just kind of... You're in a box with wheels that you have no control over. Yeah. Yeah. Even when I fly in a plane, I have no control over it, but I know there's a pilot up there that does. All right, and the uh, Did You Know department. Did you know 70% of women think that men over the age of 35 look ridiculous when they wear their hat backwards? (laughs) So you baseball pitchers in the major league, or catchers, I should say. 70% of women, well, they think you look ridiculous. (laughs) I get what you're talking about. I I also don't get the straight bill. You know, you know, brand new hat, you got that straight bill. Oh, that used to drive me nuts when I was a kid. We all, you know, we first thing we had to do was shape it, you know, get that bill folded as, you know, so it kept our eyes. You know, be like that anyway. Okay, according to the a recent survey, an average parent has 15 minutes of free time a day. Really? A whole 15. <laughs> all right, gentlemen, listen up. Men are five times more likely to get struck by lightning. And just so you know, if since we are five times more light, likely to get struck by lightning, lightning strikes uh, can reach a temperature of up to 54,000 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> All right, here's one for you. <clears throat> once you hit, and, and Micah, pay attention to this. Once you hit 80, you're 35, Micah, but once you hit 80, you will live longer if you have a job. See, 80. Man, it's 45 years from now. <laughs> All right. All right. I think that's going to wrap it up for today's FBTV video podcast, live streamed on YouTube. Before we go, you thought I was going to forget, didn't you? Today's impossible question since the 1970s, 50 million people have done this. What is this? Come on, man, it's March Madness. Participated in the NCAA bracket pools.
All right. Hey, go have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great weekend, unless, of course, you've made other plans. Don't forget, spring starts tomorrow.